Hey, retro lovers, welcome to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast, where we talk all about pop culture, retro toy collecting, and nostalgia. And now, here are your Nostalgia Junkies. Hey, y'all. Alex here with a special Christmas mini-sode. The plan was for us to take a short break and come back in January, but I'm just too excited and need to talk to y'all about some of the top toys of the late 90s. It's probably a little bit weird for a 93 baby to be talking about toys that came out when they were only 5 or 6 years old. But let's face it. The late 90s and early 2000s had some absolute killer toys that became core memories. So, let's get into it. First up, we have the Pikachu Virtual Pet. Being a child of the 90s and 2000s, Tamagotchi and Pokemon were all the craze. When Nintendo and Pokemon released the Pocket Pikachu, it was like a dream come true. Now you could take your partner Pikachu with you on the go, just like Ash Ketchum. Due to the success of the original Pokemon Pikachu, a second model was created called Pokemon Pikachu GS. And you guessed it. GS stood for gold and silver. Pokemon Pikachu GS will let you trade earned watts from walking to items in Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal. While I was never able to get my hands on a Pokemon Pikachu as I always forgot to feed my virtual pets, acquiring one today is still on the top of my Christmas wish list. Next up, we have the Game Boy Color. Can I speak to your manager, please? Listen, cheapy, cheap, cheapy. Hit the road or it's gonna get ugly. Kiss your toads, stool, goodbye, loser. <laughs> With games like Super Mario Bros. now in color, you might actually forget where you are. Oh, who goes there? Game Boy Color. Get into it. I can still remember opening up my grape Game Boy Color like it was yesterday. While I didn't get it for Christmas, I got it for my birthday. And due to a miscommunication between my aunt and my uncle, they both bought me Pokemon Gold and Silver. Originally, they wanted to return one of them as why would you need both? But with some clever convincing on my part, I was able to secure both and successfully journey through Johto two times over to complete my Pokedex. The Game Boy Color was a must-have in my childhood daily carry with my Nintendo bag and Wormlight, spending many a night playing Game Boy by street lamp and long car rides. Next up, we have Kinect's Commandabot. As a kid, Connects always seemed like the branch between Lego and Erector sets. I spent countless afternoons on the floor of my bedroom assembling and disassembling the Ferris wheel set until I could do it blindfolded. When I saw the ad for the Commandabot for the first time, I thought it was one of the coolest things. Finally, I could create a robot butler to bring me pizza. What wild 90s child wouldn't want that? However, 
having a penchant for being clumsy and impatient, I had a habit of incidentally breaking some of the ends of my Kinex connectors. This meant that the steep price on the Tyranno dinosaur robot was a little tough to swallow, keeping it just out of arm's reach. Although, one day, you will be mine. Should I tell him? Nah, it's Christmas. <laughs> Toasty! Hey y'all, if you're enjoying this Christmas Toys minisode, you might like some of our other episodes, like our 90s cartoon theme song competition, or our snack food commercial review. Or perhaps you might like something a little different, like when we discussed our trip to Hartford's 90s Con, or our thoughts on the nostalgic elements of Stranger Things. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Nostalgia Junkies Podcast, and be sure to check out the Nostalgia Junkies merch store on our Podbeam website. And if you made it this far into the episode, as a nice little Christmas gift, why don't you just give us a five-star review, as it really helps our show grow, and it makes us feel good. Now, back to the show. Let's pause for a minute, because a couple weeks ago on our Instagram, we ran a poll about the top movie Santas, and I have the top three results. Coming in third place, we have Kurt Russell from A Christmas Chronicles. In second place, we have the Santa Claus from A Year Without a Santa Claus. And yes, I am talking about the animated version, not the forbidden one with John Goodman. And coming in first place, who could have seen this coming? It's Tim Allen from The Santa Claus. And I know that this makes both myself and my co-host Brandon very happy because he's probably our favorite. And I got to say, if you have been watching The Santa Clauses on Disney+, Plus, you need to do it because they answered one of the timeless questions about what happened to Judy and her hot chocolate. But let's get back into toys. And coming up next, we have the Darth Maul 12-inch action figure. Listen to the electronic power of a giant-sized Jedi. Control a Jedi Master. Or the evil Darth Maul. At last, we will have revenge. You haven't experienced Star Wars until you've experienced the electronic Qui-Gon Jinn and Darth Maul. Each sold separately. I have always been a fan of villains. I don't know why. There's just something about them that brings out my dark side. Although I've mentioned not being a huge Star Wars fan, seeing Darth Maul on the silver screen in A Phantom Menace go up against Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn was one of the coolest things. When he comes out and extends one of the blades, you knew it was going to be trouble. But when he revealed that he had a dual blade lightsaber, I can still hear that theater erupting with a roar that rivaled Steve Rogers in Avengers Endgame. Anything Darth Maul as a child was a must-have. Whether it was an action figure, lightsaber, or even the ComTech communicator. But let's get into the last toys. The 1997 Batman and Robin action figures. Batman and Robin, Ice Terror Mr. Freeze launches a chilling strike. Blastwing Batman whips his massive cape to cut down the cold criminal. Now Robin comes with his Redbird cycle to put evil on ice as Batgirl blasts in to send Freeze to the cooler. Batman and Robin vehicles come with figures. Blastwing Batman sold separately. Regarded as one of the worst Batman films, Batman and Robin with George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell holds a special place in my heart. Opening up the Batman and Robin Deluxe Batman Blastwing was one of my favorite action figures and accessories as a kid. Having a Batman with a detachable backpack that opened up into giant wings was awesome for one thing. But as many toys made by Kenner, Mattel, and Hasbro had similar size molds, this meant that any toy could wear the Blastwing soaring high above everyone else. This led to numerous afternoons and evenings having Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, and Beetleborgs fly around the living room, causing absolute mayhem. So these were my top five toys from the late 90s. But what were your top five toys that you miss? 
be sure to let us know in a comment, email, or carrier pigeon. Have a great holiday. Peace. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast. Follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and make sure to never miss an episode. Till the next episode.